Here we began last week, this Tshuva and Nachsam Sefer. As I mentioned, we're going to try to outline some of the basic reactions to unfortunate uh, tragedies that took place where something went wrong, and the question is, Leilenu, what responsibility the Mishaleach bears or anybody tangentially involved. The reason we got into this is because David Melech was told by Akash Baruch Hu that he still has something on his record on his Madrega for Noivir Kainim. And we mentioned at that time that it sounds like a Chiddush because he had no clue that Shaul would charge them as Murad Bamalchus and that Daig, although he saw him, didn't think Daig would start trouble and egg on Shaul, which he did. Not only did he do that, he ended up carrying out the execution, or the executions. And David was about to faint, and he was in Sakana if he didn't get food. <coughs> and that to even give him from the Lechem upon him. So why is he at fault for that? And yet the Gemara says that he was blamed to the extent that he had to choose between getting killed, turned out almost by Yishbi Benoiv, or his descendants would be threatened with annihilation. He was almost killed, and then his descendants, descendants were almost threatened with annihilation. So both happened. So obviously, again, with Fima Dragasa, there was a level of culpability. We're going to, when we get to the Chuvana Behuda in this set, discuss that more, the circumstance of Davra Melech, with Daig and with Avner, who was someone involved also. Uh, right now, the Chuva Kufay and Zayan Nachsam Sefer which he began last Wednesday, is about a fellow who calls an Ishbalial, a Russian Rusha, who is maybe trying to play a practical joke. It's not clear, but he scared a young lady who was working in someone's house. She fainted, passed out, and was certainly in danger. And Nobody was running an MRI, and the lady of the house didn't know how much danger, but she came in, she heard a thud, and she was on the floor. So the Eitz in those times was to take schnapps and quickly pour it down their throat, and that'll wake up the system, They're similar to smelling salts and the like. And unfortunately, she grabbed the bottle next to it, wasn't clearly marked, and it was petriol some type of kerosene or something like that. And she put it down her throat and she died immediately. So Sam Sefer began the tshuva saying that this is a Maisa Ritzicha, this is in Grama. She's trying to do a mitzvah vatsala, and he brings from the Gemara Makis that an av aredes benoi, a shlir beistin, so arresting somebody or carrying out whatever beistin they asked him to do, and he ends up killing the person, or he's giving a malchus according to Sami Shainim, and he ended up miscounting, or the doctor misjudged, or Sam Sefer said, then it shouldn't be the, the fellow's fault if it was the doctor's fault, but whatever the pshat is, they were involved in a mitzvah, and something went terribly wrong, and the person died, and the Gemara says that they're potter from Golis, and the potter from Golis was involved in a mitzvah, and he makes the Kabbalah Madach, a person involved in a mitzvah, knows he's doing something dangerous. You hit somebody, you're bringing him to death's door. Malchus was assessed by the doctor. Because you give too many, he'll die. So it's that close. And you're arresting somebody, using force to carry out the judgment. These things are inherently dangerous. And yet they're still potter because they tried. 
Koshikain Kabelheimer, this lady who's not a professional and not a paid professional, and she had Baha'u'llah and she was trying to save her life. She was actively involved in trying to do a mitzvah, made a terrible mistake. Then she should be Petur from Golis. Not because it's Shaggy Kerv Lapshia. Sounds like more Shaggy Kerv Lainus, or you have to call it Lainus. She's involved in Hatzalus Nefoshis, and therefore she's Potter. This is a complex sugya because when it talks about doctors in Shochan there's some sort of public insurance policy if it's a doctor that's certified by the Zayin Tuveir, the Sanhedrin, or I guess the medical school that he went to nowadays. There's some sort of insurance, but it's not a general patur. Maybe the balance is there because you want them to have liability, because otherwise there's no accountability, which is the balance we're trying to strike here in this country. Some say without very positive results. Some say everybody's trigger happy on suing and the doctors can't do their job and nobody wants to become a doctor because the malpractice insurance is too high. And others say that if they don't have this mirsus that people are watching and you can get sued and lose your license, you won't be doing the right thing all the time. They're probably both true in a way. And the question is the exact balance. But the Chassam Sefer, and the footnotes here have to mention that uh, what the Chassam Sefer is developing has to be plugged into those dinim by Hilchus Rafua, which we're not going to do right now in this sugya. And we got up to the second page in the second column, starting with the word ach. All these Marmar cameras are available and uploaded for anybody who's listening. So his first argument, and his main argument is she should be Petura. She's better than the Abaredes Benai and the Talmud and the policeman and the guy who's giving Malchus. Ach, top line, la tzricha ktsas kapara. However, to have no kapara, no need for a kapara is also not really correct and not really true and not really good for her. Hoil v'ira mishal ayoda. Hare, Rabbeinu Yeruchim. Hitzrich ktsas tshuva l'mi. Everybody quotes this Rabbeinu Yeruchim. This is, unfortunately, we hope it's never Nagar, but this is quite relevant. Most of the tshuvas are written about a shaliach who sends somebody to do a job. A traveling salesman. There are people who travel all over the world nowadays and then, and then travel was extremely dangerous. And when you signed up for a job like that, you knew what you were getting yourself into. And if you volunteered to do the guy a favor and do a shlichus, you knew what you are getting yourself into. And a lot of people got hurt. And there were people who got killed. There were people who were captured and you had to ransom them. There were people who held up because they looked for merchants who were probably carrying money or goods. It was a dangerous proposition. And we're going to see soon that the Yudah has a chuvan, and the Chassam Sefer has a second chuvan. But that, they're all referencing this Rabbi Yerucham, who is the earlier source for stating with the Raya from our Gemara Sanhedrin, Davon Melech. Hitzrich Ketzas Tshuva, Mishihiske Shliach Venerag Bederach, for Lamad Mashakasa Perechelech, Shadavon Melech, Lobasham Nanash Al Shal Yoda, the Garma Delay, because of his causative action, very indirect, Nerga Noiv Erkainim Vidayig. Not only Daig, Daig, Daig was killed afterwards because he was punished for instigating and carrying it out. But the Maisa, Daig was finished off because of this Maisa. Daig, Naivyakainim, the Gemara will quote it more fully later. Shaul and his three sons, 
for being involved and possibly question where Avner is. Samasadik argues of any Ruchum, and he says he doesn't really think the Raya from the Gemara Sanhedrin is a Raya to the case of the Shliach. So I was gratified to see this is similar to what I was suggesting. He needed a Kazayas to stay alive, he's about to faint. Did he need to take a few loaves for the trip? Well, he thought if all things are equal. I have to run, and I better run quickly. Terrence pushed him, and I need a sword, and I need food. And he asked him for it. Certainly on the surface of it, there's nothing wrong with that. He did admit later, David Malch himself says, oh, when he heard about the annihilation of Nebuchadnezzar, Kaim, he says, I knew that day I saw Dagan, he would be up to no good. So thinking back, he felt bad because maybe I should have gone to the next town with that new strength that would last me another hour and hope to have food there and a sword over there. That's asking a lot, but we're talking about David Malch. He's traumatized, certainly by having to be lowered out the window by his wife and escaped a near brush with getting arrested and killed by about a minute or two. And uh, they came, and they, she had to make a mannequin in bed and make like he was there. It was a close call. And he was running without food, without supplies, has to make up a tall tale. David Amalekh was David Amalekh because under pressure he was still David Amalekh, and that's his godless. And because that's his godless and his calling card, He's taken to task over here that you managed to survive everything and every close call for two years, Shoals chasing you and every other enemy you had. This is Spitz Davenamelech. This is the whole Tillum. So you're on the Madrega to ask for a Gazayas and go on to the next town and not ask for the sword because it just gave fodder to Shoal to accuse them of the Merida. So Samar Sadak says that, okay, maybe on his Madriga, not maybe, the Gemara says that Hashem had a Taina, and we should have thought of it. And he's going to go tell Shaul, Nimsa, certainly if you hire somebody for the job, most people in the Jewish world, in the ancient world, very much still today, were merchants. And they traveled the world with diamonds and they went to the Arid and they bought low and they sold high and they were going all around and travel was dangerous. And everybody knew it, so they traveled in caravans and all sorts of truths about caravans and the Arid and all sorts of things that happened. Lamaisa, I hired him. Is that a mitzvah? Of course it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to give somebody a job. Giving somebody a job, that's his whole parnasa, and he's more than happy to have the job. The mitzvah ka'avid is not Mishnah and Ovis, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Hei, So most people are anim until they have a job, he needs a job. Notice how the assumption over here is the Aniyah Yisrael were Pailim, of course they were, the day laborers were. Pilem who are anim because why would they take such a job if he could just run his own business or live in his own plantation? The answer is the people on the plantations were the Pilem and they weren't doing the dangerous traveling. So most of them are anim. If they're not anim in the classical sense, they need a job. And that isn't anim in the classical sense. A person who doesn't have enough money in the bank to be self supportive and doesn't have a steady job. Nimsa, Kalpayo Nichna Saldas Kane. So he took the job. He knew this, Afilachi Mitzvah Laskila Pilem Israel is an Indian to give jobs to Yidin. In Cain, this is Samasadik talking. In Cain, lo yitochin lahatzricha tshuva. So you can now get tell the boss you took on this achrayas and something happened. You got to do tshuva. You need a kapara. That did the guy a favor. 
he's sort of insinuating that he did a mitzvah like the Chassam Sefer starting point, so therefore he should be exempt. But the Chassam Sefer says, nope, a little kapar. So he's calling the Sam and Sedek, maybe not. Maybe I'm reading into this perhaps, or adding to what I think he's getting at is you don't want to be machshul people and not doing people favors and not hiring because like Nimsa machshilam was so lovely. So, oh, I, I sent the Yid, he got killed. I'm not happy, I'm, I'm very upset, I wouldn't be happy if it wasn't the Yid, but I gotta now fast Tanesim. I'm gonna cut down my workforce. Why is it enough to just say that he, he knows and he, it's, he took on the risk? I'm not that, that is what he's saying, but he's saying more. He's, why, saying, why he's saying more, but he's taking on the risk just tells me I don't have any Cheshemish responsibility, which I wouldn't have anyway because I didn't do a Maisa Hezek, I didn't do a Maisa Ritzich, it's Gromish not even Gromma, he's over there and I'm over here. But you could say, okay, but on an esoteric level, Klape Shamaya, Davinal didn't do anything directly either, as, as indirect as you can get. And there was still a Taina. Okay, the Taina was in his Madrega, but the Anish was also in his Madrega. We're talking about maybe some Tanisim not getting killed. So the Rabbeinu Rucham, which everybody quotes, says, you see, there's some Kapara needed. You were involved, your company, you sent them. And Samaseta says, Davanamel Sordag was there, should have registered for him and his Madrega, the man who was able to handle everything at once under tremendous, tremendous pressure more than anybody else almost in the history of the world. And that produced Davanamel. What does that have to do with you're trying to do a guy a favor and you give him a job and he wanted the job? So he wanted the job. You're telling that should be enough. It was Aldas Asma. Aldas Asma is only he was Merchel. Of course he's Merchel. There's no Tainami anyway in Cheshire Mishbet. Even though he would have decided, would have known the risk. They wouldn't have given, they wouldn't have given him the bread. But if they would have, would, they, would Dabra Melech have been responsible? If he had another option to going to a 7-Eleven. He said, we want to take on the risk. We want to give you and we'll take on Shalom. Uh, he would probably say, it's not worth the risk. I'm going to 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven is a big chain. Shalom Melech is not going to close down the whole chain or something like that. Start up with somebody who Shalomel doesn't have a taina had he gotten it from uh, an akum from a different kingdom. The king of Moab happened to be passing through. It's a bad example. The king of Moab pretended to be friendly and killed his whole family afterwards. So uh, Alexander the Great is passing through. and He's a pretty vicious uh, tyrant, but he was nice once in a while. And passing through, and he said, uh, can I help you? He says, oh, I'm so happy you're here. Shalomel is not going to start up with him. Figure something out. None of your kind of defenseless people. What? That's a very far-fetched scenario. Uh, it's far-fetched that Alexander the Great should be walking through the time of Shalmel. Very far-fetched. Uh, <laughs> that would be bizarre. But uh, the fact is, everybody's insinuating he could have gotten his kazayas, I'm putting that in, and gone on to the next town. And realizing he saw Daig and their kainim and the defenseless and and they're giving him lechem upon him, and uh, also, you now have what to survive on for the next uh, hour or two, go somewhere else. <laughs> Again, on Dover Amal Zajega, that's a taina. His point over here is, is that Cheshem is nothing to discuss. Even on some level, Nebuch, uh, I sent him, you sent him because he asked you for a job. You're trying to do a chesed, that's the point he's trying to make. And the is going to make the same point. Is it, is it really, um, many, sometimes it's really a person really needs a job, and you really not have a job to give. You say, you know what, I'll give him the job. Most times, what it is is that the employer needs someone to do Okay, that's the other side of the story is the employer is getting hung off from this, and he needs somebody to send to the Arid, and that 
is in defense of Rabbi Yerucham, Mestama, what he's assuming. Part of this, as the Chassam Sef is going to mention in a minute, there is a klaum, at the end of the day, he's doing a mitzvah, and he asks for the job, and he asks, it's all good. Hashem put you in the matzav that he was never hurt because you sent him. So at the end of the day, does that require a kapara? In what extent? That's really the Shiloh here. And this, this is tragic, but there are many cases where people don't get serious, but things happen. It, how much responsibility? Everybody's always involved with everybody else on some level. How much responsibility do you have to take? If you take this further than the Rabbi Nehruchim is taking it, you can drive yourself crazy because then you know, second-guessing yourself, that person, yeah, he met me before and he went over here and he got over there, maybe he shouldn't have gone... Yeah, so you gotta gotta live also. But this is direct. It was Hishlia. Here she poured kerosene down her throat. So Samsever starts off with all his kayakhtera. That's a Maisa Ratsika. That's not even Groma. And he's still pretty much Makel, as we will see in the next few sentences. Yeah. Shwagi. You say that for example, you have a teaching this far that his risk actually impacts how you have to Yes, and they bring that. They bring that, they bring the Pazakeh, which we've discussed in the share many times, Shabbos afternoon, about the fact you're allowed to put yourself in danger for the job. And the Torah says, pay him on time, and you better pay him on time. And it's not right to pay him late because a love, he is putting himself in danger. But Lamaisi is putting himself in danger. That means he's allowed to put himself in danger. Not crazy danger, but some danger. And you're allowed to give him the job, and he's allowed to put himself in danger. So everything's not that. The Pazak says there's an element of danger. Yeah. So that's why Sam Sefer is trying to balance this. Is why the Tzaddik is arguing. Rabbi Nehuchim doesn't argue completely, as we'll see from the next tshuva, because Rabbi Nehuchim was a lot earlier, and he agrees. Perhaps you should do some sort of tainus. We'll get to the Navi uh, quotation of this as well. Kivan, let's go. The first one lines you ani ani bnei besecha. Kivan shemitzvah hasker ani yisrael apayel miksev elav anasias nafsha. What we just quoted. Nimsa kapayel nichnas al das kain filachi. Mitzvah la'askala pa'ilam Yisrael. Im kain, la'yitachal la'tzricha tshuva. So someone says, it says, why should he do any tshuva? He's doing a mitzvah, the guy wanted the job, he knows it's a risk. Next paragraph, Tzarech Leimar, Chassam Sefer now says, Lomaisa. So we have the Ben Yeruchim, it says, in Yitzchak Parah, Tzamat Tzedek thinks it's not a tzushtel, it's not the same as Dabra Melech. Tzarech Leimar, mikam akam tzarech tzatz tshuva, mishum, magagal and sus, ayidizaka v'chayvah dechayev, and Hashem put him in this unfortunate situation where it was his company, Hishlichus, and his employee. Or Hishlich, even if he wasn't working for him. We'll get back to that later as well as the Rechilik between the two cases. Don't go too heavy on it. Don't put too much pressure. Here, again, she wasn't just a Baal Mitzvah. She was trying to save her with that Maisa. Gama Yabal Yeser Mitruma Bera Pesach. It's a famous expression. The Gemara has a whole ASIC about somebody at Truma didn't forget. He was at Bengusha Ben Chalusa, didn't investigate. And that's a serious thing. You've got to make sure that uh, you're right, Truma before you eat it. But the Gemara says, no, it was Arab Pesach. <laughs> Interesting. The Gemara says this. But Arab Pesach, we give more latitude to make mistakes because the very pressure time is that's the busiest day of the year. The Gemara says that. So she was under pressure. And here he spells out what I think that Samet Sedek was getting at also is that if we put too much pressure and the word gets out that yes, the lady tried to save her life and something went wrong and now we're going to make her do Tanesim and Kaparas and Pijanis, uh, you're going to discourage people from getting involved. And we want to encourage people, not discourage people. 
Certainly she's sensitive enough as it is and traumatized. Don't go too far, but something would be in order. That's the first tshuva. Go now to page three. At the bottom, Simon Lamadal, the Nadi We'll go back afterwards. The second tshuva in the Chassam Sefer that deals with the Chesha Mishpat angle, a very fascinating angle in terms of perhaps a Chayvis to do something, make her a din, not just for Kapara. And we'll get back to that uh, later on in the week. Nadi Behuda has a case directly dealing with a person who was hired. Bottom of the page, Simon Lamadal. Advar Sheilaso. There was an older gentleman who asked, came to this fellow and asked him for merchandise to go sell. Yidin weren't allowed, most of Europe, most of the Middle Ages, and this is the Middle Ages, they most time they them, but they weren't allowed into any professions, they didn't own much land, and um, they traded. Shmatas, diamonds, whatever it was, widgets. So he asked him, you have any schayra? Guy was an older fellow. He really wasn't in the mood to send him because it's dangerous. And travel is difficult on the body in the best of circumstances. It just takes a lot out of you. Did you ever hear the din? Don't apply this din ever because it's not a gay to us. The din that a person comes from the derech, he's potter from tefillah for a long time. Potter. Because, ah, how can you get, you're, you're, you're aching, you're, you haven't uh, showered, you haven't, just your ice bench. Today, you get into an air-conditioned Lexus, and you go. <laughs> no, no, it's a schwer gullus. So people, you know, you hit, you hit potholes, the bumps in the roads, okay. <laughs> now, I've had people ask me that. Says, I just came, Shadav Mincha. So I could you know, so they apparently learned the dinners. I just came from where? They place three hours away. What mode of transportation? My car. Not Nagea. Like, yeah. Even economy class? Uh, <laughs> economy class if you're our height. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got it. I said, I'm well aware it's a dinner show. You gotta know where the dinner apply. I said, if your eyes mention a two hour drive in a luxury car with the air conditioning on, or a non luxury car, or a compact, but uh, the compact, if it's so compact, you remove the whole back seat, you just have one seat in the car, just figure something out. Most people driving cars, their um, knees are not in their mouth. If they're in the economy, they are. But uh, it's. Even even though it's nice to get into this all ten hour trip, uh, you're tired. But uh, I wouldn't part that from tefillah. The second reason they don't use the din so quickly is that we don't have so much kavana when we're not bumming a derech. So the differential in kavana is not going to be that great. So you might as well dive in and try your best. Anyway, I'm giving you the background. He didn't want to send him. He's an older man, and uh, in the best of circumstances, if nothing goes wrong, it's uh, very very taxing. Yashish, Yashish is an older man. So he comes into the house knocking on the door looking for a job. And the businessman who owns the company who has all the servers directing traffic, it was in his living room. His wife overhears the conversation. His wife goes over to the husband and says, no, 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 do not give him this merchant. She was concerned. It was nice of her. So, Yaakov, this answers your question. You wanted a scenario where he really wasn't looking for somebody here. He wasn't looking for somebody like him. Uh, what? That's this scenario. And his wife even tried to talk him out of it. 
She starts telling the guy, no, you don't want this job. You'll find something else. It's dangerous, not for you. You're tired, you're old, you're not fit for this, and it's dangerous. And they're discussing it in the living room. And he says, yeah, I appreciate that. I need the money, I need the job. And he convinced the boss to give the merchandise. Above the objections of his wife and against his better judgment. And he went and he got killed. Now, we don't know if he got killed because he was 92 years old or and he couldn't run or he got killed even if he was younger because of a bandit. But Lamaisa, not very gishmak is an understatement when you have a sorrow like this and you thought twice about it and your wife didn't think it was a good idea. So, I'm not saying the wife is the, is the issue over here, the Shalom Bayes issue. I'm, just, I'm saying the Tzari is never the guy got killed. Uh, and now he wants to die. from guys. What do I do now? He was not a Cheshem Mishra Shaila. The guy asked him for a job, and it was not even grandma. He says, I feel terrible. Like, what should I do? Fast for a thousand days? Like, Nebuchadnezzar, he got killed. His wife probably found out, uh, which. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it's, uh, but it's, a, it's a beautiful, the first part of the story is beautiful, no? Because here the wife, like Yaakov said, look, you have another guy doing sales for you. What could be bad? So sell some money, you get, make more money. What's the problem? But his wife understood this is not for you, this is very difficult to do, and it's dangerous out there. Anyway, the guy begged, and the, uh, the husband had a soft heart, and the guy wants a puzzle. What are you going to do? Would it be the same case where the employer says, you know what, I need people to go, and then he's inviting people to come to him, making, you know, getting the headhunters to bring people to him, and now, and now he says, you know, go ahead and... Uh, the difference is there, but it's not such a big difference if you look at the Makaris. Remember, the Makaris are, he's going to quote the same by Ben Yeruchim. Well, I say you were involved and somebody got hurt. So, is it a dim to Dove and Melch? Is it not? Obviously, it would be a little worse if you convinced him to take the job. A love of Nasius Nafshoi is a head to put yourself on a little more Sakana for your job than you normally would on a, on a Monday afternoon Memorial Day when you're not going to work. That heter is not to do suicidal missions and get paid a lot of money for it. The heter is to wash the windows on the outside of the Empire State Building on the 80th floor, which is dangerous, and Rahman things happen, but it's a calculated risk and they have scaffolding equipment, and they're normal people. If you, there, are, there are normal people who think it's normal. Uh, you might not, not think it's normal, but there are people who think it's normal. So that, that's the heter. Love is not, it's not a, like a... Extreme key in the Shmartem, you wouldn't think. But for Parnas, you're allowed to do it. So if you know that, I know somebody who um, was about to go on a trip to Latin America on business. And a friend of his called. It turned out it was a prank. Baruch Hashem, not like a prank, the one we saw before. But he had a whole bunch of his friends mention to him, by the way, you're leaving tomorrow. I hope you bought kidnapping insurance. So he said, what? Kidnapping insurance? My vacation said, oh, you better take care of it before you go. And they scared him out of his wits. There was no need for kidnapping insurance, and it wasn't that bad. There are places. If you need kidnapping insurance with a serious premium, you probably shouldn't go. That's above a love who knows he has not shown. But there are people who do this, and they go to 
dangerous places, but it has to be a calculated risk. It's, it's not a free-for-all. Even if you're desperate for the panasa, this Zakein was also from intelligent guy, and he said, I need the panasa, and I'll try to be careful. It doesn't mean it was us and he was wrong. I don't know, companies, do companies carry when they have insurance? They have insurance for the premises and workers' comp. This is a, probably a simple thing in the world. Like there are companies that send tens of thousands of employees all around the world traveling and everything. And what happens if something happens to them? Unrelated. They're, uh, they're, they're in, they're in uh, what? A few companies I've worked for have a premium on your death benefit. If you, if you, uh, something happens to you when you're overseas, you know, They give you a premium for that trip, or they generally have a life insurance policy? You know, let's just say, let's just say one of the benefits is that you get a life insurance. It's They send them to Latin America. And he... of, your, of your annual, twice your annual salary. So if you're traveling, they'll give you four times your annual salary. Always? Standard? You don't have to take it out special? If they send you anywhere in the world, you have four times your, your, your premium? Some companies will have it in their policy, yeah. And if you go to a dangerous place, they, they dangerous ten times the amount? If you, if you travel Interesting. to you know, the same place. And that's it. But, but once you're, then they... Uh, I mean, I'm sure the companies... I mean, how else can a company go bankrupt? How you can't cover every, every scenario? We're not talking about the money here yet. We're talking about the kapara. So Nebuch, he got killed, and the question posed to Nebuchadnezzar is what type of kapara he needs, and the Mitzvah Shem, we will take that up tomorrow night.